Star City. It's your man, Big Pat, the voice of your Charlotte Hornets. And you're listening to the All Hornets Podcast Network, presented by Sports Illustrated. Buzz City. It's your man, Big Pat, the voice of your Charlotte Hornets. And you're listening to the All Hornets Podcast Network, presented by Sports Illustrated. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to the draft show. We are recording today after the ninth pick. Jeremy Sohan just got picked by the Spurs. So we're sort of in between the ninth and the tenth pick here. Um, And we're going to be having a five-person podcast, currently four people. Myself, Mark Bernacki, we've got Tim Rogers, James Plowright, and Nick Denning also joining us. What's up, everybody? What it do? Liquor Mark. <laughs> Good intro, Tim. I like it. How are you doing, James? Yeah, I'm doing well. This is going to be a four to five person pod. Chase is going to be joining us. He got, Chase got called into work. For those expecting me and Chase, Chase got called into work late notice. He then got let out of work early, let early at late notice. So it's all been interesting. My Mac stopped working, but the Jalen Duran dream is still alive. The Jeremy Sohan dream has ended. Um, <laughs> we, we are, we, it seems like the Charlotte are going to keep 13 and 15. Um, so, I mean, there's a Mitch Kupchak press availability after the 15th pick, I've been told, which suggests they might be keeping it. They can still trade it, but. Um, yeah, it seems like we're going to keep both picks. We'll try not talk over each other too much, but look, it's an exciting night. So it's going to happen with four or five of us on the pod. Um, how but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that we've got Nick here. Me and Nick used to podcast years ago together and Nick is here on draft night. We've spoken on many draft nights over the years and I want to introduce Nick as the average Joe Hornets fan who has done very little draft research, but is a big Hornets fan. So he's going to be asking all the right questions tonight that a lot of our listeners are going to be asking. So, so Nick, with your with your limited draft intel so far, what what are you holding out for here? What are you hoping for? Um, definitely Duran. I think if we're gonna go with a big thirteen at thirteen, that's who I would go with. Um, I do want to say, James, given how this whole thing went, how I got ended up on this podcast, I feel like I'm Mike D'Antoni in a sense. You know, Chase <laughs> Chase being Kenny Atkinson. You know, so I, I felt like I could say that before he got on here. Anyways, um. No, yeah. So I, I'm Duran seems like a sensible pick. Um, seems like a lot of things we'd like with him. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I personally hope that they trade at least one of these picks, maybe move some salary, get upgrade the center position. That would be the best hope. But we'll see what happens. Tim, who, who are you holding out for at 13? Who are you hoping doesn't come off the board here? So we're up to number 10 in a minute. Uh, which is the Wizards. Who are you hoping they pick? Who do you not want to pick from? I th- um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, you know, like there's been a lot of rumors of us, like, you know, trading one of the picks. I just think that, you know, this is going to be our last time in the lottery, hopefully, fingers crossed. And, you know, obviously we have the, uh, the heavily protected pick going forward. I want to take Tari Eason at number 13, and I hope that Mark Williams is there at 15. I'm in a similar boat to Tim. Um, obviously, we record together, so we've had sort of our minds molded into one here with Tari Eason and Mark Williams. We differ on other things, to be clear. 
But um, in terms of Tari Eason, I'm super high on him. I think we're probably going to pick a center at 13, though. If I had to guess, I would I would say that we're not gonna we're not gonna get Tari at 13. But um, if he falls to 15, that would be good as well. AJ Griffin also pretty high on him. Um, yeah. So James, what do you, what do you think? What I think is Johnny Davis just went number 10 to Washington, which is great news for the Hornets, Ooh. folks. Like, because I didn't think many wanted Johnny Davis out there. Um, uh, yeah, for him to go this hard. Well, I think he was expected to go. He, I think his over-under was around nine and a half, ten and a half. So it's right where he's supposed to go. But again, this means that Tarison, Jalen Duran, whoever you may want, we're now on to the 11th pick, which is the Knicks. It's just getting closer. So I, I don't think anyone had Johnny Davis that high on their list today in here. Mark, Tim, no, you guys are cheering for Johnny. No. So I, I think we're pretty, we're pretty happy with that. Well, James, I want to, I want to bring it up uh, to you because I know you had, you had some issues with um, some of Mark's takes on the draft. Uh, absolutely. I did. I have severe issues. <laughs> I'm still I'll not just, over them. Uh, this- I don't- eviscerate him come on let's talk about it we're all here look look i i think it's perfectly reasonable <laughs> to think tari can be better than jeremy sohan um the shooting is a massive red flag i just you know we i i made my points clear i think that tari Eason is a world better athlete than jeremy sohan and i think jeremy sohan is a much smarter more intuitive player than tari Eason. um i have them back to back in my rankings so i don't think like one is bad and one is good but um yeah, that was just my that was my general thoughts. But this is good. This is why we we love having disagreements. Um, we don't always have to be on the same page. You've got your Tari Eason groupthink over there. Me and Chase have our Jalen Duran groupthink on the Hornets draft show. It's it's all good. This is what it's about. If we can get both Jalen Duran and Tari Eason, I think it's going to be a very happy All Hornets podcast network. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we were not we were not as low on on Duran as like. You know, it seems like we just like Mark Williams a little bit more. But um, I think that if they draft Jalen Duran, I speak for myself and Tim, we're not going to be we're not going to be upset uh, with with that pick. Um, Eason would be a little bit more of a swing. Like most people don't have him as high on their board. So it's going to be interesting to see what we do. Um, if, you know, I, I don't th- I don't think a lot of people had him higher than like 16, 17. So he wasn't necessarily projected to go to the Hornets um, at 13 or 15. But you know, you never know. Think, weird things happen in the draft, although it's gone it's gone very chalk so far, except for the first pick, right? Yeah, let's not talk about how much money I had in Jabari Smith going number one. Let's, let's move this conversation on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the odds were up to, like, almost as much as, like, minus 10,000, like, Jabari Smith. Like, an, an incredible amount uh, favoring Jabari Smith at one. Nobody saw that coming, but um, here we are. Here we are, James. So I guess uh, we should ask, how do you guys feel about uh, Paolo going first overall? Yeah, um, for me, I, I Paolo ranked second best player in the draft. I saw Jabari number one. Um, look, I like it. I think those top three guys are all kind of pretty different, pretty, well, pretty different players, but like equal talent level. I always said like Jabari fits the the classic number one scoring option on a great team, like can shoot, can handle, can pass, can create his own shot against anybody, like has size or can shoot over people. 
I've, I've always thought he profiles as the most likely skill set wise to be the number one guy. It's just, I think if he, bec- he could become a really inefficient scorer and he's also got defensive concerns too. And that's why I had Jabari Smith a little bit higher, just because I thought that those are two things that I felt pretty good about with Jabari. But I, I get it with, I get it with Paolo. I do. Um, it's a bit of a funky fit. They haven't got great shooting, but at the same time, if they have him as the best player, absolutely drafting number one, the level of smoke they put out there, all the national draft analysts are saying, uh, Jabari Smith's going to be number one pick. They said that for six weeks. And then when Paolo went number one, everyone was going, well, we always said, I don't think it happened. And I was like, well, maybe you didn't. For the last six weeks, you've all had Jabari Smith number one in all of your mocks. And now you're trying to like backtrack as if you kind of suggested that he could, this could be the way. All right. We have some draft news. Um, Usman Jang drafted number 11 by New York and the Knicks are moving him to OKC, according to Shams. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had an Usman Jang under 11.5 pick draft. So this is good news for me. Yes, I, I'm happy with it as well. It keeps on going well for the Hornets in terms of where we have uh, our big boards. Um, well, I don't know what to trade my days. Yeah, yeah. Dur- Durant, if, um, if he you, doesn't get picked 12, we have him, right? Are you seeing? Are you seeing that on Twitter? Or has that been announced on the stream? It's it's Twitter. Shams Shams reported it. Okay. Uh, he reported that Jang was uh, picked at eleven, and then that the Knicks are moving him to OKC. So presumably a swap, eleven and twelve, for in some sort of way. It could be. Um, yeah. I have a request: is that you don't spoil the Hornets pick so I can watch it live. Uh, okay. Me and, Nick, me and Nick have got our streams on, so even if if you see it, just play dumb. Let me get excited. I like I like the raw reaction. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure what the uh, what the protocol was, um, but I, I switched to Shams because I know that he has it a little bit faster than Woj this year for some reason. So I was like, let me let me get this information out there. Um, but yeah, I'll watch the stream uh, for for our pick as well. To to clarify, is did they say they're swapping picks? Is that known? Um, um, not not the pick swap, but the okay. Knicks moving Usman to OKC. Okay. So and this OKC be... were picking 12. So yeah. either oh, they're picking okay. now 11 and 12, or they've moved from 12 to 11. I guess that's not clear yet, which everyone listening, once you hear this, you'll know for sure. But right. we're in the dark right now. I just wonder, like, if this is – if. You know, is is New York acquiring maybe like a veteran in return some ways? I don't know. This would be the second year in a row that New York's traded a pick, you know, first round pick. They traded, you know, their 19 to Kai for, you know, we took Kai Jones last year. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with this. We have Chase uh, joining, joining the uh, Zoom meeting. So we got a, we got a fifth person um, hopping in this podcast. Uh, He'll be, he'll be connected in just a second here. What's up, Chase? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing well. This, it seems like things are breaking for us right now. This is this is definitely going all right. I mean, we're, we're going to have one of Mark Williams or AJ Griffin to draft. Uh, sorry, Mark Williams, AJ Griffin, or Jalen Duran. We, we're definitely going to have one of those two. Which uh, that's that's an interesting one. Like between AJ Griffin and Jalen Duran are probably two consensus guys. You imagine one of them has to go next, surely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I guess we don't really know who, who has the 12th pick currently, right? It could be the Knicks. It could be okay. It could be OKC as well. Um, if it was OKC, I don't know. I don't know who they would draft between those two. Usman Yang, by the way, is just like a complete OKC pick, right? 
uh, a prospect for sure, yeah. but somebody with size and potential. It makes a lot of sense that OKC wanted him. So let's let's assume that you know Duran and Griffin are there for us. Who would you guys take? I mean, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Don't ask me because everyone knows my opinion. Uh, Chase, who would you take out Griffin and Duran? Uh, oof. see, I'd pro- it's tough because I, I ideally I think I'd just go Griffin because you really that wing prospect would be really valuable. And in theory, the Cavs aren't taking a center. But if it's Jalen Duran, like who's to say someone's not going to trade up to 14 to take him? So you, if you want, if you want to end leave this draft with a center, you probably kind of just have to take Jalen Duran, right? If they do the center hokey pokey by taking you don't, you a wing don't at 13, with it. yeah. You, uh, well, you don't no. Get if, if as long as they know what's happening behind them, I'm fine with it. It will give me heart palpitations for 10 minutes while I like panic about what Cleveland are doing or not doing and until it actually comes to fruition. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, Nick, I, I know you had a kind of a bit of a theory earlier about you, you think the Hornets are sitting there with some yeah. trades and kind of waiting to see how the, the board plays out. Yeah. Because we are, you know, we talked earlier off the air about like, you know, why haven't there been more trades and my, you know, we, I, my feeling is that there may be things in place, but the board has to go a certain way. So it's possible that Charlotte uses one of these picks and drafts somebody for somebody else. Um, but, you know, things could change, right? If, if you know, for instance, like let's say Duran is a the guy they really wanted. We know they wanted they were going to have a workout with them that he canceled, um, but they take him, right? Then they'll maybe tell that team, hey, sorry, you know, if your guy's available at 15, we can still do it. So I think we got to – Whatever the pick is, we got to take it with maybe just like a grain of salt and say like, okay, is this ours? Are we moving this? We'll probably find that out soon after it's made. I wonder if they would have made a move already if the draft order had gone a different way. If like, yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to know, but if Jalen Duran was off the, like Jalen Duran and AJ Griffin were off the board, would they have been like, okay, that's our scenario four, so let's go with that trade and that discussion. It's, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Tim, Mark, I, I know me and Chase have talked about like taking, taking a guard first. Would you, would you kind of, if you know you want to come out with a center, would you take that risk of, of taking one, uh, waiting for 15 to do that if you know you're going to keep the picks? Or would you just take them at 13? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, especially with how it's broken out, where at this point, seems pretty likely that Duran and Williams will be there. Um, I, you know, we, we talked about, uh, you guys were kind enough to have me on your podcast the other day and we talked about AJ and in theory, I would always recommend taking a wing, but I just think that AJ Griffin, I think I would describe him as decrepit. I think that his body is just, I mean, I feel bad for him. Like, I mean, I think that, you know, if, if he was healthy, I mean, I think he'd be like a top five pick, no brainer. But man, I I just think you know knees, hips, everything. I think he's he's shot athletically. So I mean, I would I would take I would take Eason first, and then I would I would hope for a uh, a center going back. James, I know you're high on a uh, EJ Liddell. I am, yeah. but Mark has his hand up, so I'm going to let him come in there. 
Yeah, so I would say that I'm with Chase a little bit in the sense that, like, uh, it makes sense here, I think, to to take a wing in theory. But I kind of want us just to pick a center to, like, get it done with, right? Like, let's get the center of the future. Let's get let's get it over with. Make sure that we don't have to worry about the pick at 14. Um, in both Walker Easton- Kessler? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so I think at 13, A.J. Griffin or Tari Eason, I'm high on both of those. A.J. Griffin mocked a lot higher. I think it's more likely for A.J. to go. Oh, um, my God. Jalen Williams picked what? 12. What? Oh, my goodness. We have we have the pick of the lot, everybody. We have the pick oh of the lot here. Oh, my days. Here it's we go. Falling for the Charlotte Hornets right, right now. On let's, Thursday, let's June twenty third, twenty twenty two. Let's call it right now. All right, we're we're on the line. Who who are you taking? Let's assume you're Mitch Kupchak. Who who are you guys taking right now? You have to pick a litter. Duran. Duran, run to Durin. the podium right now. Jalen Duran, I think. Even though I I came on your podcast and I was debating against Durin, now that the spot is yes, there, he's coming round. I'm coming him. around. We got him. We got him. <laughs> wow, Mark Jaylen Williams. Williams. By the way, can we just shout out Jalen Williams from Santa Clara going in the lottery, which is just like he was in the second round for most of the year, if not undrafted, and then is shot up to become. The number 12 overall pick ahead of guys like Jalen Duran, AJ Griffin, and he played for Santa Clara. Like, what a story. Um, do, Mark, do we know, have you seen on Twitter if that pick has been confirmed? Is that staying with OKC or is that part of the New York trade? Do we, do we know that yet? Um, I'm checking right now. Ch- Chase is nodding. Chase is nodding. So he seems that he's now got a mouthful of food. So let's go back to Mark. <laughs> Uh, it says it says Oklahoma City's picking Jalen Williams at twelve. I don't know if it's just a straight up swap. Like what what is the what is the motivation there for the for the Knicks to pick Jang at eleven and swap it with Jalen Williams? It's an it's an interesting trade. Literally a one a one slot trade if that's what it is. I, I don't I don't think. Well, we know what it, I mean, what maybe for New York. Maybe, I mean, it's we shouldn't speculate about this too much because it's going to be a bit. You know, people will know by the time we do this, but. Um, if it, they could be like trading New York two first round picks for like eleven this year, and New York uh, used that uh, in a in a Kyrie trade or something like that. According according to uh to Woj, the Thunder still have the twelfth pick. It is not a part of the Knicks trade. Okay, so it must be future first going to New York, which I'm guessing they will try and package. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. I just I'm my my mind is blown right now. I'm I'm uh I'm discombobulated at I the moment. Jalen Williams' wow, that mind is... is blown too. He looks so surprised, like when they called his yeah. name and he walked up there. Yeah. Who who is more surprised right now, uh, Jalen Williams or AJ Griffin's knees from two years ago? <laughs> um. Quickly, quick, let's quickly go around the room. What is everyone's nightmare pick right here? Right, we know who's on the board. Let's let's say this now before we get the pick and everyone talks themselves into it, right? Who is everyone's nightmare pick? Let's pass it to to Chase. You want to go first? O'Shea Baji <clears throat> would be okay. my nightmare pick right Mark, here. Mark, let's go for you. Your nightmare pick. Um, Branham. Branham. 
Mm-hmm. Tim? I cannot believe Mark just said that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with Ochai. Ochai would be my, my nightmare my nightmare pick. Oh, man, this is a lot of pressure. Nick, have you, you got a take for us? Well, I mean, the guy with the decrepit body. I mean, that's that Tim <laughs> just mentioned. Like, <laughs> what the that. guy who's missing the two knees. <laughs> um, I'm going to AJ, go, AJ Griffin would be a good pick. I'm going to go Ochai Baji as well, and Malachi Branham. I I don't want either of those two, but if they're really confident about the center hokey Koki, I would get it. But like I say, it will. It will stress me out while I do it. I feel like the Hornets have been on the clock for about 30 minutes. This is going extremely slowly. Um, am, I have to say, am I, am I a sucker? Am I the only guy that likes Malachi? No, I, I like Malachi Branham too. He, I mean, he would be towards the top of my list of, I mean, if they don't pick AJ Griffin, it'd probably be him and Blake Wesley would be the two non-centers. Yeah, I just, I think that he's a fantastic shot creator. And like, I mean, he did take a ton of terrible mid-range shots but I mean I just I view him as someone with a beautiful jump shot I think that he'll be a you know 37 percent three-point shooter I mean I just I think it's very easy for him to succeed I guess I should say is anyone else nervous here is anyone is anyone like getting a little little nervous taking an awful lot of time bro like that's we're we're at like almost a minute now some of these were quick not not the Hornets. This 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 team always makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> August fourth, you're you're nervous about the Hornets. It doesn't make a difference. Oh yeah. Oh, Mitch Kupchak. He's had a good draft record now. He's not made any moves. He talked about these draft picks being currency for the last last six weeks. They don't have a coach. This this feels like more important than maybe some other drafts because of the situation they're in right now, because of all the other things that are going on. Um, there are 35 seconds on the clock now as I am talking, so we will literally know who Hornets are picked in the next minute. Um, yeah, I ah oh gosh, this is this is getting interesting now, folks. Let's see who it is. If they so, don't take one of the centers now, get ready for people going to be have pitchforks in the street. Maybe they don't have pitchforks anymore. What do people have? Selfie sticks, selfie sticks in the streets of Charlotte, <laughs> protesting the pick, the pick about um, not taking Jalen Duran with the thirteenth pick. The pick is in, and me and Tim are watching the draft in, in my apartment. He's moved into the room with me to glue his eyes to the TV screen. He's about two inches. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> watching, watching the pick. Bear with us with the silence, folks. We want to listen to this live. So uh, this is this is live and fresh and raw. Copy Duran. Yes! Yeah! Whoa! Hey, baby! What a! Jalen Duran! Woo! Second best center in the draft at 13. Are you serious? <laughs> we were talking about trading up two picks to get Jalen Duran two months ago. We didn't know if, if seven would be high would be high enough to get Jalen Duran. Oh my God, Jalen Duran is a Hornet. This is literally the best case scenario. I've been like ranking best case scenarios for the last three months, and number one was to come out of the draft with Jalen Duran, and he slid to thirteen. He cancelled his workout with Charlotte. You know, 
Tim is running around the house, punching the air. Literally, I swear a day ago, Tim was being like, yeah, I'm not really interested in Jalen Duran. And he's already talked himself into it. I love it. Tim, oh, this- how, how are you feeling right now? This morning, I was against it. Oh, my goodness. Right now, I am just, I am, I am beyond just joy right now. I am, you know, it might, it might sound stupid. I might have said a couple weeks ago that his ability to switch on the perimeter was overrated. I was totally wrong. I just did, I just watched a couple hours of tape in the last 30 seconds no, I'm I'm envisioning Lamelo Ball and Jalen Duran running pick and rolls, fellas, and fellas, as you said, Jalen Duran has been traded to the Knicks. Well, he he sucks. I mean, I didn't I didn't. Oh, wait, really, are, are you being serious? <laughs> are you being serious? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead uh-huh. serious. Hornets traded Jalen Duran. Oh to the my Knicks God, he is. Shams. Oh my God. I hope the listeners realize. Oh that my we god! All just Are you died. serious? You just five people just died, and you listened to it live. Congratulations! <laughs> to my everybody. Siri just said I'm always serious. What? Oh my! Hornets have just. Uh, they're gonna dump Gordon Hayward with Jalen Duran to Detroit, aren't they? Oh, what they done? Hornets traded Jalen Duran to the Knicks. Oh, don't tell let's, me again. Let's just let's. We're. This is the time to be overdramatic. This is a disaster. This is I. We've just. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just go back and edit the podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So wait. There's two. What was you saying? The Pistons are getting the pick. Shams are saying it's going to Jalen. Or sorry, and Jake it's going Fish to is saying I don't know where Jalen Duran is going. So. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! What is yeah, going we, on? I, we will just I have to was, wait for clarification on it, I guess. Um, there's no, there's no way to know right now, everybody. Um, unbelievable that we that we drafted the center, uh, you know, of our dreams. I was higher on Mark Williams, but I was very happy when we drafted Duran. I didn't chime in, but you know that seemed like a logical pick at that point. And I have, I have no idea what's going on right now. Maybe we're getting Mitchell Robinson, everybody. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm a little speechless. I mean, what? Maybe they, they must like Mark Williams more. Do we think this is what... I mean, we said the Hornets were going to keep one of the picks. I, I'm so... I mean, this is a lot to... This is a lot to process live on air. So, um, I almost said, don't get too excited because they might trade this pick. And then I just bought into the, you know, celebration <laughs> and... Why weren't you the voice of reason, Nick? I, you know, it's just been I've been burned too many times by this team. Let's just see what it is. We might we might end up liking the you know. So here we go. The Knicks acquired Jalen Duran and moved him with Kemba Walker to the Pistons. Yeah, according to Shams, that's what that's so what he said. So what are we getting? Back? What what is Charlotte doing in all this? Yeah, we just gave him up for free, James. Are we going to get Luke Gaza <laughs> from Detroit? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, who are we? Who are we getting from Detroit? That is that is a good question. Are we getting? Are we getting? Uh, are we getting some sort of some sort of pick from Detroit? Are we getting a player? We're we're going to somehow end up with Killian Hayes, and I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> so right, what I'm thinking must like be happening worst. is we prefer Mark Williams. We had him higher on our board. They took Jalen Duran for value, traded him. New Williams wasn't go go fourteen because that's going to be Ochai Baji to the Cavs, 
and then they're going to draft Mark Williams at 15. That's that has to be the plan, right? If I mean, in in theory, the fact that we drafted him for value to flip to another team makes sense. I think uh, we just have to wait and see the, the trade to to fully evaluate it. But like in theory, what you just said about value for Jalen Duran at uh, at 13 actually makes like a lot of sense in flipping flipping the value to another team. But I mean, uh, it was reported early in the night the Hornets looking to shed salary and to use a pick to do that. And it was reported literally that Detroit wanted Durin, but they've not even traded for Durin. It's the Knicks who traded for Durin after they could have just selected him at 11. What is, what is even happening right now? This, this doesn't make any sense in the moment. I hope everyone's as confused as we are. Yeah. Yeah. They won't be, they won't be confused by the time they're hearing this or they, maybe they will be. We'll have it. We'll have it out, uh, pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> I think so. they will still be confused. Yeah. This is, this but, is mind boggling. Hold on. The Knicks are getting Jaden Ivy. What? What? According, what? Oh wait, hold on. And that's while been deleted. This is happening, hold on. That's the Cavs been deleted. just passed on AJ Griffin too for Ochai. Ochai. Ochai Baji. Yeah. There are too many things happening right now. Oh, here we go. We got to pause. The Pistons, Pistons are sending the Hornets a 2025 first round pick via Milwaukee. That's the pick that they got in the Jeremy Grant trade. At there, sorry, there has to be more. We've not just traded Jalen Duran for like a mid to late first round pick, have we? That's a disaster. We there, ha, well, there has to wait. There has to be more. There, there, has, there has to be more. We have to come back to this. Can we put some like some like off air music on just briefly <laughs> while we while we try and figure out what's going on here? Um, we can actually just call this a pause point in the podcast if you guys want to, and we can just like resume when things are clarified. I don't know how you guys want to yeah, do that. Yeah, time, time. We only have we only have eight minutes left. Yeah, maybe oh. maybe we should do that. Maybe we should pause. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and come back with with some more kind of calm, collective thoughts, and um, hopefully we have a clear idea of what's going on because at the minute it's all very confusing. So I think that's a good shout, Mark. Let's let's hold it there. We'll come back after the break. Cool. All right. See you guys. This meeting is so recorded. We have traded Jalen Duran for a future first and four second round picks. Um, I think we're all in agreement here, guys. This is an abject disaster. Uh, we could have just picked a wing in A.J. Griffin, Tari Eason, uh, several other players at 13 to go along with Mark Williams. Instead, it looks like sort of like a salary dump, like we're looking to not, not as many players on the roster, not having to uh, pay as many players for this for this season. And it doesn't it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I think that... Everyone's in agreement. We should have drafted a different player at 13. And then we got Mark Williams at 15, which I'm actually excited about, but that excited is extremely tam- tampered by uh, the disappointment in what we did with 13. So I, I'm trying to rationalize this a bit. And my first thought was like, okay, if, if there's some kind of, you know, salary dump coming that we, that just hasn't been reported, then I think that would change this a bit, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And I guess from the, you know, the perspective, and James kind of alluded to this, they clearly had Williams higher on their draft board than Duran. And that's fine, right? I mean, I guess, you know, and so in this, in this sense, you trade 13 for five future picks. If you want to put it in that perspective, now we don't know what number these picks will be. We don't even know what years, you know, the, the second round picks will be. I doubt they'll be this year. Um, it's, it's kind of like taking like, you know, one strong asset and, you know, 
trading it for smaller assets that could potentially materialize into something. Um, but I'm definitely surprised that this didn't include some kind of salary dump. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that, yeah, I mean, it's been a few minutes now. So, and the, the, you're right, definitely right. Like if they had Mark Williams <clears throat> higher on their draft board, which I assume that they did because the offer that they got for Duran, who was by all accounts, like a consensus top 10 prospect was not like world beating uh, by all means, but five future picks like that, that's capital that they can use either tonight to like trade back into the late first or something if they wanted, or just in the rest of the off season, they can do whatever they want to build the team out from there. And, you know, I, I, I do kind of feel bad for Mark Williams because a lot, I feel like a lot of people are going to be way less excited uh, about getting him now um, than we, they would have like just if the Hornets had traded 13, like, and not pick Jalen Duran at all. Like if they had picked like Oche Abaji and traded it, him to another team or something, we, we would not have had this reaction, but having Jalen Duran right there for probably like maybe a minute or so, I think before the, the trade news broke and then having it end up uh turn to Mark Williams, definitely, definitely took the wind out of the sails a little bit, but Mark, Mark is still good. So there, there is that. It's not like they took uh, like Walker Kessler or Christian Coloco. So James did, didn't speak the evil into us. Uh, all the way, but we, we, the luck was not there uh, after uh, the first 12 picks. We thought it broke right for us, but apparently the Hornets had other plans in mind, which is okay. See, for me, the disappointment is just in that we didn't get like a wing to pair with either Mark Williams or Jalen Duran, right? Like, I just wish we had drafted talent now. Like, why are we, why are we moving for even further in the future? Um, like, I wasn't a fan of trading these picks for like a player, uh, now, like, I think that we still, there's, it's still in our timeline to draft two first round picks this season, but yeah, not, not picking another, like a wing in AJ Griffin or Tari Eason, who are like about to go 16 and 17 is mind boggling. And, um, yeah, I just, I just don't really, don't really understand the decision to only go with one player in this draft. I, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't understand why, you know, the Hornets, you know, like the, the talk, leading up to this week was all about how we don't have enough roster spots. So that's why we want to move off of one of these picks. So instead of just taking a lottery prospect at 13, we get four second round picks. I I just, I, I do not, I do not understand. And I, I, again, like I was higher on Mark Williams than, you know, Duran, but I just, I, I think this is a, I think it's a terrible, terrible process. One, one thing I'll point out is um, both. So we may not have a, a first round pick next season um, because eventually the Knicks are going to get, um, you know, our pick. Um, and we may not have, I'm, I'm trying to remember, we, but we also owe, do we, I, do we owe another pick? I don't. We know. I know we owe, owe at least one. No, so I guess just, what I'm thinking is just one. Just, just one. one. Okay. But it's it's heavily it's heavily protected. Top top eighteen, top seventeen, top sixteen. Okay. Okay. So maybe the thought process is it will will in 2025 we'll give it to the Knicks, and then we'll have a first round pick from the Bucks, which will be you know a late first at that point. So not great. Um, you Tim, you you did raise a good point of like. There is there aren't enough roster spots, and so I understand that they didn't take both that they didn't draft both rookies here. Um, 
I, I, I think, and the other point I'll just make of this is right now, this stings, I think for most, for all of us, I don't, you know, especially after, you know, the reaction to Duran and everything, but I also think it might be the first step in a process. And I think, you know, once free agency starts, you know, you have to assume other moves will be made. You know, we can look back at this and say, okay. And once we know what the picks are exactly, then we can decide, okay, it's probably still going to be a bad move, but like, is it a disastrous move or is it like, okay, it's, it's probably, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, you know, a somewhat bad move. So that's something we just, we, right now in the reaction though, this is all we can think about. I completely understand why we're like, you know, the feeling the way we do. I mean, I would just, I mean, I, you know, this is very, you know, like base level, but in my, in my mind, we essentially just traded the 13th pick for what's probably going to be the 25th pick in 2025 and four second round picks. That's something, you know, if you guys, you know, play 2K, you kind of, you know, you, you add those on, but it's not, you know, in your mind that no one would actually do it unless you're trading with Mitch Kupchak. I can't believe this. I, I think it's, I think it's a disaster. And, and you know, Hopefully I'm wrong, but right now I just I cannot wrap my head around it. I think we should uh, kind of pivot into like thoughts on Mark Williams because we haven't given him a shine. As Chase pointed out, like the fact that we take in, took him is going to, you know, in Hornets' minds, they're not going to be think of this as a, as a success. But Mark Williams, for me, is still a player that I really liked. I'm in all agreement with you guys that it's not good. I don't like the move at all. But we should, we should, you know, kind of put our takes on Mark Williams. Um, I was higher on him than Jalen Duran, um, even though his stock was lower. And I think that he's going to be the defensive anchor that we've needed um, at the center position for years. And we've had, you know, so many bad centers over the years. Cody Zeller, uh, Mason Plumlee, Desmond Biombo. It's been forever since we've had a good center and perhaps just forever. And hopefully Mark Williams can be that. I think he's one of the most NBA-ready prospects in this draft. I think that's definitely the best way to think about it right now. Is like, <clears throat> if, even if the Hornets did keep Jalen Duran, like, he probably doesn't make quite as much of an impact his rookie year as Mark Williams will be able to. Um, the Hornets haven't had like a big seven-footer in the middle. I mean – Cody Zeller kind of, but he's more of like a perimeter based uh, mobile big anyway. But Mark is like the first real rim protector the Hornets have had like since they were the Bobcats, like early Bobcats days, even maybe since like the first iteration of the franchise, like they have not had like a gargantuan big man that can run, run the rim on both ends uh, and really just like captain your defense. Ideally, once he fills out and becomes more of a more used to playing in NBA systems, but I like I do, I do think Mark's going to be a really good fit here, and that that well I think in the maybe in like a week or two once the the sting of giving up a prospect that a lot of people probably liked more. I mean I had Jalen Duran sixth on my board, so that would have been an incredible dra- value pick right there. But I, I mean I have Mark Williams sixteen, so that, that's still pretty good, especially considering that he's uh, other than Jalen Duran and Chet, he's clearly like the third. Uh, one of the uh, one of the top three centers in this draft, and like like Mark and Tim said, they they both like him better. So I, it it could it could definitely work out in our favor. But you know, it's um it's the, the I, I I do agree with Tim that the the only getting a twenty twenty five first, especially from the Bucks, is a little bit disheartening. Um, because that's just so far out. 
like Lamelo Ball will already be on a max contract by 2025. It's it's not even going to be the same team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I love his length. I love his size. I mean, these these are things that that the Hornets have desperately needed. And I mean, the one thing I'll say about Duran is he was only six ten, six eleven. Um, that may have factored in a little bit with just, you know, okay, how does, you know, what, what are they looking for in a center? Right. Um, so I think it's, I think I Williams, I hopefully Williams factors, Williams should factor into the rotation, but as a rookie, I think it'd be too much to ask him to start next season. Um, so hopefully there is some, emphasis on upgrading the starting center position so that when Williams, you know, Williams does figure in the rotation, it's 15, 20 minutes a night where he can be productive in short stints rather than, you know, having to do more than he's capable of in his first season. I believe we just re-signed Mason Plumley, or we gave Matt Mason Plumley the uh, full amount of his contract for like 9 million. Yeah. So it seems like Mason yeah, Plumlee going to be back. Yeah. It seems like he's coming back. Uh, next season, maybe he can get his free throw shooting uh, fixed. Let's look at the bright side, guys. How disappointed would we be if Ochai had fell to 15 and we had picked Ochai instead of Mark Williams at 15? We are talking about that as a disaster scenario. Um, like, at least, at least we got a guy that we were kind of high on. But, yes, again, disappointed in the, in the trade. But, Mark, what you're not considering – is think about how good all of those second-round picks will be. This is the NFL draft, right? Oh, no, it's not. That's great. Yeah, so maybe one of them will hit. You know, people, people make a lot of fun of the, uh, the concept of Sam Hinkie with, like, the process with the Sixers. And, you know, like, I think that just in life, you know, people are result-oriented, but I, it comes back to a uh, great quote from Albert Einstein, you know, kind of cliche, but he said, in theory, theory and practice are the same. In practice, they are not. And I just think that the, the process of this, it, the practice of what we just did, I, I just think that it was, a, it was a massive miss, especially when you consider the fact that this will probably be the last time we're picking in the lottery for, you know, multiple years. I just think that we completely whiffed on this. But I, as you said, Mark, you did make a great point. Mark Williams, I think, is going to be fantastic. I think that, I mean, I had him higher than Jalen Duran. I wasn't, like, you know, super high on, you know, like all the upside that could have been. So, I mean, at the very least, we have a starting center that we got at the 15th pick. So let's just, I'm, I'm, I'm trucking on. Let's, let's be happy about it. I guess, yeah. That that's that's the best I can do. I'm heartbroken right now. It, if our GM, I will say, if our GM was was Rich Cho, these these second round picks would be useless. Um, he loved just trading those for cash. Um, but obviously, I don't expect all four of these picks to pan out. But I mean, Kupchik has done a pretty good job picking second round picks between Devontae Graham, between um, Cody Martin, uh, JT Thor. I mean. These are guys, I mean, Jalen McDaniels. So I trust him to at least nail one of these, two, maybe two of these. Um, I mean, Koboka is an example of one that didn't work. I mean, he did at least make it to the NBA eventually, but he's clearly not quite good enough for that level. Um, but I think there's, 
you know, again, I don't like that we got four first, four second round picks, but I do at least trust, I mean, if, if, if Kupchak's still the GM when these picks are made, would, that, you know, that's, that's the other thing. He may not even be the GM, but you know, that's just something to consider. This is a, it's one thing that I would counter, you know, what else Kupchak was really great at nailing late lottery picks. <laughs> it's just like, it's, I feel like it's a lot easier to hit 13, but you, but you are correct. I mean, like that, that record was second round picks. You know, he gets kind of maligned for the Vernon Carey, Nick Richards thing. But like, I mean, yeah, you, you talk about like, you know, both, both Martin twins and JT Thor, who I'm very high on. I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, those, those second round picks, I mean, I think they're more valuable in Cupjack's hands than others. Again, I'm just, I'm hurt. I'm hurt right now, but you, you are right. You are. All right, guys. Uh, so what do we think the chances are that they use? <clears throat> no, go ahead, Mark. No, no, I was just going to say that that seemed like a good stopping point, but go ahead, Chase. Yeah. So I was just going to say, what do, you, what do you guys think the chances are that they use any of these assets to trade back into the late first? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I would say very low uh, because I think, I think that, like, the aspect of – uh, us trying to get rid of some roster spots potentially by not dra- by not drafting uh, two players this year probably factored in. I'm, I definitely think that that was that was a factor in this decision. And then also, um, you know, salary cap. I think that's less of a concern. We do just have so many players on our roster, um, so they weren't really looking to make uh, a second pick. It seems like, um, and I, I, it feels like we took like the the worst last second deal that we could find. Like it seems like Mitch was probably shopping one of those picks. And just like that's what he could get um, for one of those picks, he had had in his mind that they needed to trade one of them, um, and that we we took the last the last available deal here. That's that's sort of my analysis. Yeah, I agree with that. Is let me ask: Do we have a second round pick this year? Yeah, forty five. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what we do with that, or if it's just a draft and stash, if it's a two way player, you know. Well, I mean. Let's let's really let's get Galaxy Brain on this. We we have four extra second round picks, so I mean that should be good enough to get the eleventh pick in the draft. That hasn't happened yet, right? Mitch has got to sweeten them, right? Like that's what he that's what he does. He he he's high on second round picks. Sell them to somebody else. <sighs> yeah, you know again. I'll I'll sell you a used bridge. <laughs> that. Oh. But it's it's all right. You know, at the very least, we got Mark Williams. It's gonna it's gonna be a great pick. And uh I've I at the very least, I've enjoyed spending this draft night with you guys. It's been yeah. very fun. Lamello tweeted tough with multiple F's in all caps. So we should at least be happy about that. Lamello's happy about it. All right, guys. I think yeah. that's a good that's a good stopping point for for part one Ooh, of the pod. I, I have to say, uh, dude, think about how good Mark Williams is going to be under Kenny Atkinson. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just, just going to cut. I'm just going to cut that, and we're just going to we're just going to go go with my point of that. Seems like a good stopping point for part one of the pod. Um, Chase, Nick, and uh, James, I think we'll be doing part two later tonight with our second round pick. Um, but yeah, it's been real, everybody. Thanks. Thank you all for, for joining. Thanks, Nick. Uh, 
it was nice to meet you and, and Chase, nice to meet you as well for the first time. Yeah, you too, yeah. Mark. Thank you guys for having me on. This was, this was a blast. It's always fun watching the draft with uh, with like-minded Hornets fans. Yeah, appreciate you having me. All right, you guys have a great night. Very, very nice to meet you, Nick. Have a good one.